now we are recording. <laughs> it's like, it's just by chance now that I can I can time it. Because I will literally just hit record. I don't even say anything. I just hit record. I know, because you're an asshole. And you, will, you just start it. Nick will just do something. It's almost like we're, by now, we're professionally timed. Eh, timed, yes. For professionally, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't push that. And now you're thinking to yourself, wow, am I hearing what I think I'm hearing? And the answer is yes. You're, you're listening it? to Two Assholes with Microphones. Welcome to the new podcast name <laughs> called Two Assholes with a Microphone. That's actually not a bad <laughs> podcast name. Hey, that would literally <laughs> give us the opportunity to be assholes. And it's in the, it's See, in the we're title. We're already assholes. You're consenting to us being assholes because you're clicking on a podcast called Two, two assholes, assholes with a Microphone. T-A-M. Two assholes in a microphone, or T T A W M. Would it be two assholes in a microphone, or two microphones and an asshole? No, two assholes in a microphone. <laughs> because we started out with one mic, now we evolved to two mics, and we actually have three sometimes. And sometimes three. It just depends on who wants to, you know, shoot the shit with us for an hour or so. This episode, which isn't too often anymore. <laughs> hey, you know what? COVID. You would think that people would be more willing to come on to uh, shows, but unfortunately, even doing radio waves make people feel paranoid. Yeah. If I talk to someone on the phone, they might cough through the phone, and if I hear a cough, then I might think I have a cough. And for those of you that are like, "Oh, you guys probably aren't six feet apart," me, me, me. Well, I'll let you guys in on a little secret. Neither one of us have COVID, so shut up. Yeah, don't tell the CDC. Don't tell the CDC. Don't don't tell, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where I was going with that one. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say. I, I have no idea. <laughs> we, all, uh, we basically, uh, Nick has done his own, uh, pretty much his own fight club gym style where it is basically um, first rule of DC Barbell. You don't talk about you DC Barbell. You don't talk about DC Barbell. And the second, second rule, rule is you don't fucking talk about DC Barbell. Yeah. And unfortunately, we're breaking those first two rules. God damn it. That's on you. You're the one that brought it up. So we're, uh, <laughs> I mean, we're basically coming out live from DC Barbell itself. We just got done doing a beautiful workout. Yeah. This oh, is true. Which, if you just look on Nick's page, you can sometimes see me behind him spotting him by p- picking up the bar. And sometimes you can see me do funny things, <laughs> which I found out recently that when I do funny faces, it's uh, not good because my face gets cut out. That was one time. And that was the only time I did faces. That was the only time you did faces, so it's not all the time, you big baby. So we're recording outside <sighs> in the uh, luxury uh, DC barbell, which actually it's very nice when you get done working out. You're nice and hot. And you're yeah. cooling down. My body temperature is up, so I'm not freezing my cojones off. And, yeah. Other than that, though, we are back for finally another episode in a while. Yeah, it's been, I would say, probably about a month or so. Probably longer. Uh, It's probably been about a a good solid time. (laughs) Uh, I mean, due to... Which means he he has no fucking clue. (laughs) Well, I mean, with... With COVID, and then, of course, after COVID, you know, we had the issues of work, and life has just been really interesting for everyone. Yeah, that's for sure. And then also with the holidays, dude, holidays during COVID, that was a, it's been weird. I mean, this this Thanksgiving was the first Thanksgiving, and well, actually not the first, but this is the first Thanksgiving that I actually had off, and I just spent it at home. Well, and this is the first Thanksgiving that I, well, no, actually, I take that back. Not the first Thanksgiving that I didn't go out to my family's ranch, but the first Thanksgiving where 
basically my family was like, no, you live in California. Don't come to the ranch. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Because everywhere else. <laughs> apparently we're carrier monkeys out here. Well, I think it's mainly like, I mean, I thought San Diego was bad. I go back up to the Central Coast to go visit family and everyone's like, yeah, it's bad here right now. Like really bad. Really? And I mean, we just got our extended order in San Diego extended again. I mean, it's it's uh, it's hard out there for a pimp right now, you know. But it's uh, yeah. I mean, I know. You know, it's funny. <laughs> so I was talking to I was talking to a old college peer, and uh-huh. I was talking about this podcast, and I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm getting to voiceover and all this stuff." And they're like, "I thought you already did voiceover." And I was like, "No, no, I did a podcast." They're like, "Wait, re- like, wait, you really do one? I thought you were talking about possibly doing one." And I oh, was like, "We do one." I was like, "No, no, no. Actually, I I have one. There's actually one you can you can look up." And so. She looked it up and then she messaged me and she was like, which one should I start on? I was like, I don't know what I might go in the beginning and and go from there because I told her, I said, unfortunately, all the recent episodes have all just been about COVID because that's all we really in legit. Our most recent episodes have been kind of depressing. Like I will admit. Well, I mean, it's hard. I mean, come on. It's hard to uh, talk about training and prepping for for meets and new things that we've done in our lives because literally everything's on shutdown. So it's like, how oh, do yeah. we go out and talk about doing fun things or prepping or training when really it's like there's nothing. There's going nothing. On. Yeah, yeah, some people still train, but it's like you can only do so much with talking about training because it's like. There's there's no goals. There's yeah. no well, I'm, and and see there, like my hat my hats off to you know anyone that has competed this year, um, you know because I mean there's a bunch of federations that have like yeah taking co- into consideration the whole COVID like the guidelines and everything like that, but still allowing lifters to compete. Which I mean on honestly that's awesome. Uh, what I like to compete sure but honestly right now i've got so much other shit going on like competing would honestly if i were to compete right now like my head would not be in it well i mean i mean i mean besides the stress i mean i mean i mean honestly like it's uh we're we're kind of slowly moving into that depressing topic we've we've been flowing for our vibe lately but i mean like i mean mental health i mean people are stuck at home you feel like you don't have a purpose anymore, and you're probably listening to us being like, God, I haven't heard these assholes in a while. And you're probably listening. And you know what? It's totally fine to feel that way. Yeah. Because it's everyone this is going through it right now. This is the weirdest, most bizarre year. Oh, yeah. For absolutely. everyone. And honestly, and I'm sure both of us, in some way, shape, or form, we've both kind of felt that slight depression, you know, in, in some way. Well, so my job did a quote-unquote temporary shutdown they did it december 2nd which i'm glad because i was really afraid they were going to do it january 1st shutdown get through the holiday and i thought wow if i really lose my job at the beginning of the year and i did not have time to actually go and visit family for christmas i would be really bummed yeah but unfortunately i did but also that means that i've been off the last almost four weeks and you know like in march it was cool because it was new whoa what is this this is a pandemic wow like let me just hang out at home and eat junk food and watch netflix all day because (laughs) i never had a chance to do this before now it's like wow i have to do this all over again and and i literally find myself being like i need to get out of the house but i can't because there's nothing to go do i can't go out exactly because one i'm not having i don't have an income so i shouldn't be spending extra money everything's closed and like 
yeah, I can go do hiking and exercises and go walk outside like normal. That's fine. But like, it's just kind of the fact that it's just like when you get cooped up in your house and you don't want to interact with people because you know, you're going to be seeing friends or family. You want to be safe, right? You're doing the best thing you can, but then it kind of takes a little mental toll on you. Yeah. Like honestly, I've always been in kind of a routine as far as like going to work, coming home or going to work, going to the gym, coming home, you know, eat, sleep, repeat type deal. But I'm still in that same like routine, but it's like the, the option of going and do doing something else if I wanted to has completely been taken out of the equation. Well, I mean, like, it's like, I, like, I mean, like around this time, we're always doing like fun Christmas stuff and yeah. like friends and family and you, you can't even do anything. Yeah. Like, and so many small businesses are closing. Everything on the news and social media is always about. It's all the same. Like, honestly, I don't know why people watch the news anymore right now because it's all the same shit. It's, it's all the same. Nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. Now, does that make me sound negative as hell? Sure. But it's also the truth. Like, the news is, it's still the same shit. Yeah. Nothing has changed in that aspect. I mean, I mean, like, I know, I've, I mean, I've seen some people on social media who have not been affected in the sense of they still have their job and they're still making great money. They're, they're, Which they're, is great for them. Oh, no, amazing. Yeah. And, and the great thing about them is that they get to go and work from home. But yeah. it's like on the surface, right? It looks great. sounds great. But, like, I was talking to, like, one of our buddies. Uh, like, I talked to Adam like a month ago because mm-hmm. he was posting these funny dad memes or dad inside jokes. He's writing about yeah. now being a teacher. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I messaged him. I go, wow, that was really funny. And he, dude, I mean, I feel bad. Cause I was talking to the guy. He goes, yeah, dude, he goes, it's so tough. Cause I'm trying to, he goes, working from home in the beginning was so great because I got to be there when my kids went to school yeah. and I got to see them in the morning when I normally go to work. And he goes, it's been great. It's been good time to catch up with family. He goes, but dude, it's, it's terrible because I'm literally trying to get work done. And my, uh, I have to help, you know, one of my daughters do something or help her with classwork, which normally is a teacher who does this, but now I have to help them. And I, you know, and I mean like friends with kids now, the system for teaching them is different than what we were taught. Oh yeah. Like honestly, education in this day and age, like now granted, yeah, a lot of kids are already tech savvy with like, you know doing FaceTime on their phones and shit like that. But it's another, excuse me. Nice. Excuse me again. Nice. Um, (laughs) the pre-workouts making a second round. Uh, (laughs) but a lot of these kids, like they're already used to, you know, like I said, doing the FaceTime on their phones and everything like that. But it's another monster altogether when you're actually having to be educated through a fucking computer screen. Like it's a, it's like a lot of kids don't learn that way. Cause they, they're so like ADHD, like they can't focus like that, especially when they're at home. Well, I mean the fact that you have to expect a kid, even teenagers for high school 
Dude, even for me, like if fu- it's fucking weird. Well, it's it's so like know? so. I mean, like, look. So with with normal, I mean, this is and this is from what I learned from my education because it is my degree. Right. But when you are in different situations, you put on a different persona, different mentality. You yeah. sw- you co- you code switch. You switch into a different situation, and you have to adapt to that situation. You go to class and school. You are more well behaved. You get into that mindset of yeah. okay, time to actually retain the information. Time to actually put in the work. And then now we're expected to do that same code switching, but still be in the same environment. So when you wake up and you're like, I mean, I, I mean, I had the toughest time, like trying to read and, and do homework and write my papers and listen to lectures and all this stuff. When there's my kitchen to my left of me, my yeah. bed's right there, my video games, uh, you know, Jessica will, will text me and I'll mute my class. And she has to ask me a question next time we're talking for 10 minutes about what we had planned in an hour and all this stuff. And I mean, you can't expect a 17 year old kid like my brother yeah. to wake up out of bed and play and not play his Xbox, which is right there while he's on his computer. <laughs> I mean, I walked into class and I see him with a headphone on and a gaming headset. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm in class. I'm like, you're playing two, uh, NBA 2K21. Like, what do you mean you're in class? You're, he goes, well, we're on break. I'm like, and you're playing Xbox? He goes, well, I have my headphone in. So if they start talking, I just pause it. <laughs> I know he wasn't pausing it. He wasn't pausing it. Fuck no. Like, we were 17. Yeah. Oh, trust me. <laughs> if, if we had that option. <laughs> if I get to, if I, I mean, even now, like, if I was able to uh, work from home, I, I would get nothing done. Yeah. Nothing done. I mean, it's kind of cool because, like, I, I like the aspect of, like, I feel kind of adult sitting with my computer set up and actually, like, checking emails and stuff like that. Yeah. Not because I'm doing work from home because I'm actually looking for work because uh, apparently having a degree isn't good enough anymore to get a job because. Uh, <laughs> no, fuck that. <laughs> So I get my degree, and I was hopeful, and I was so bright-eyed, and then COVID happened, and now everyone's like, we love that you have a degree. We love that you're educated, but right now, we're not pursuing interviews. <laughs> Try again. Good luck on your journey. And I'm like, well, fuck me. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's – yeah. But it's a, it's a shit show. And other news, what? my friend watched the ADHD, and she said – uh, we're 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 a couple of uh, hilarious guys, and she thought we were really funny. Wait, what? Yeah, I well, I I was I was I was in the process of talking about it, but then of course, in, oh. in normal fashion, we got into a different subject. Well, yeah, I mean, no, why not? No, I I told my friend about our <laughs> podcast, and she wa- listened to a couple episodes, and she thought we were super super funny. I told her to go back like two years when you know we had hope in our voice. Oh yeah, <laughs> right as I started school, and. Now Nick is Nick, Nick has been doing the whole education trip yeah. as I sit here post graduated being like okay but my graduation's coming up quick though like I'm done come April or May not really sure which one So with your with your with your program do they set it up so you you intern or you set up with uh getting pos- placed or positioned into the field that you wanted to work in or once you graduate, Hey, that's you getting the job or you getting the opportunity. That's all on you. So basically how they do it. And this is just my understanding. Um, like they have, uh, like I guess deals or not deals, but like certain setups with clinics, um, for externships. Mm-hmm. So, but with COVID, I don't know how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. So I, I honestly don't know because um, a lot of these clinics, they're not really op- – they're only open for emergency. 
Yeah. Like not everyday type deal. So it's like, you know, how is that going to look? But, um, yeah. So I don't know what that's going to look like just yet. Um, but I'm still, I'm actually applying to wherever as far as like, cause I told you I, I applied to the humane society just to kind of get my foot in the door yeah to try to get something did we did i tell you oh, i didn't tell you yet which is perfect because i can tell the story on here what uh we were trying to get jessica's mom a cat for christmas oh i saw that so long story short just one so jessica's mother uh both her parents were retired they lost both their cats this year out of like 15 16 years they all they both died just from old age right and they had them for obviously a long time. And so it was no, 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 no. And then finally, within the last month and a half, two months, Jessica's dad's like, I really want to get your mom a cat for Christmas. Can you help me? So we wait till it got a little closer. And then we started looking. And it, it, it's it's impossible because because of COVID, which is good, um, there was hardly any cats available. But the good old days of just walking in, meeting the staff, filling out the application, and then getting a cat either that day or the next day, for like two weeks, Jessica applied to different applications, had a different interview. This one lady called and was like, yeah, like this cat's really timid and all this stuff. And we're like, okay, like we're, like we'll take the cat, you know, cause it should get a, a good home, but we are looking for a more energetic and more happy cat. Like a cat who's willing to want affection and not be afraid. Yeah. And the, and the lady's like, oh no, no, the cat, yeah, the cat's totally fine. So you just said it's timid. So, <laughs> so Jessica, so the lady tells us all this information and Jessica starts asking questions. Well, the lady at the adoption agency was like, ask the foster mother, show no more answers. So the next day, Jessica is on the interview, with the foster mother explaining the situation. She asks her the, the golden question. This cat has been returned from different homes. Why? And the foster mother, well, um, um, uh, well, um, like literally that was every answer. She goes, um, no, I mean, no, uh, we don't know really. The, you know, oh, cat's, the cat's really yeah, loving. That's so, not... so Jessica goes, well, you know what? If it's totally fine, well, we love to come pick her up and, and all the stuff and, and adopt her. And so we decided to do that. Jessica and I both were kind of like, we don't feel like this is right. We feel like there's something off, but it's been literally impossible for us to find a cat. So we'll just give this cat a great home, hopefully having a good home. Maybe it won't be as shy as it gets older. I mean, it was only like 10 months old. So we're like, you know what? Like, we'll get this cat a good home and maybe it'll come around. And then the next and then later that night, the late they these ladies, as Jessica says, pulled a Karen. They end up finding out they're like, wait, so we just realized that you live in San Diego, but the cat's going to live in where your parents and Jessica's like, yes. I am being the, the mediator, picking up the cat. My parents are know about it. Her dad even talked to the lady. Hey, yes, we are aware we, bought, we are getting a cat. We want a cat. It's going to happen. And then all of a sudden, the lady's like, well, this cat's been abused and all this stuff. And all of a sudden, all this baggage just started coming out. So we're like, what the fuck? Okay. So they, so they were like, we're not really comfortable with the cat going. Oh, Jesus So Jessica Christ. was so defeated, so bummed. So the next day, I was like, you know what? Let me try. Yeah. So I posted that thing on Facebook. Hey, does anyone need to find a cat? Because we have not been able to find a cat in any kennels from from San Diego up to the middle of California. Because they all have either been adopted or they won't let us adopt a cat because we live in San Diego and her parents live in Santa Maria. And for some reason, no one liked that. That shouldn't matter, really. Because they're okay with Jessica adopting the cat. But, but her parents, who we were like, they own a house. They're retired. So they'll be home 24-7. The cat will never be alone. Maybe for a couple hours yeah. every couple months. And 
put it in. I had a friend who was really crazy because I haven't talked to her in like 10 years. She was actually she's more of an acquaintance than anything. Yeah. Gave us the hookup to a lady. I contacted her. And within an hour, we met her, got the cat. Literally, the lady was like, here's the adoption papers. Here's all this stuff. You guys seem like great people. Have a Merry Christmas. Pay the adoption, which, by the way, was, was only 50 bucks. Everywhere nice. else was making us want to pay up to $150 for this cat, for a, for a cat. <laughs> the cat we got, and this cat was super, uh, was a lot younger, but was very, uh, very good and very loving. And literally within two hours, we got a cat. Thanks to the power of Facebook. And Sick. now parents have this amazing cat we did it we made it so back to the main point of the story <laughs> that'd be great if you worked at a humane society because yeah. you don't work with animals yeah and honestly it if i had the like not option but if i had the power to really decide where i worked it, it would definitely be humane society just because i don't know i feel like there's more to do Mm-hmm. You know, well, but. different animals and, yeah. but like, but you, I mean, it's good animal experience. It um, would suck though, because I know I would get attached to one dog or mainly dog. Cause I, I rarely get attached to cats. Like obviously I have my cat here, but that was a fluke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it's a fluke that you got attached to that, a cat. That was a fluke, but no, I'd, I'd, I just know that I would get attached to one dog and then I'd be like, Sabra, we're adopting this dog. You have no say. <laughs> I mean, you guys got, cause Jessica wanted us to do a foster program. Yeah. But see, that's, and I didn't want to, cause I'm like, no, cause if we, if I know same thing. We foster one animal and next, you know, I'll be like, yeah, you're no, going to end up wanting to keep, I can't give this fucking, dog up. Yeah, exactly. I've slept with this dog for two days. Like this dog is literally, <laughs> I've, I've fed and give this dog shelter and water. He is now mine. He's part of our <laughs> for pack. two days. <laughs> hey man, when I, when I was with my ex-girlfriend, we went and looked at puppies and we ended up buying a puppy and it was great. We, two years later, we went in to get dog food, saw this beautiful husky mix. And I was like, nope. Nope, we're not getting a dog. No, we don't need to. No. Just hold him. Just hold him. That's how or it just starts. Hold her. Just hold her. It was a girl. Dude, so, that's how it starts. And I held her, and 35 minutes later, I adopted and got a dog. Yeah. that's. And then I had two for a little bit, mm-hmm. and it was great. She was, she was the only dog I've ever owned that has tested my patience, where she used my whole kitchen as a chew toy, and I literally thought- well, You said it was a husky mix? It was a husky mix. Well, that's why. And I- <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Yeah. Like my first dog was not like that. Like he bit shoes and toys and you know, he, well, he, he yeah. got into mischief, never physically on the house. Yeah. My shit would be messed up, but the house still stood. <laughs> I would come home and drywall is being chewed off. And oh, shit. yeah, she looked like she had like a little Coke mustache, like she's Scarface trying to, and I was just like, <laughs> like she was trying to take over the world. <laughs> yeah, first you get the money, then you get the beaches, and it's and I was like, no. And then she ended up when she matured after about three years, she got really good. Like she was a, the most behaved dog, but I also had to really discipline her a lot because she was just getting so much mischief. Jesus. And and then you know, and then we fell into like a couple like two months ago. I almost bought, and this is funny. I almost bought a corgi. Name Nick. Yeah, you told me about that. With yeah. the exact same birthday as Nick. That yeah, that would have been funny. And and I and I was gonna buy him, 
until I check with my landlord, hey, by the way, can I have a dog? And he's like, unfortunately, no dogs, cats are okay. Because my neighbors have dogs. And I've seen them walk out with no no big dogs, small, medium dogs. Small, right. But apparently your landlord doesn't know about that. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, look, a lot of people in San Diego get their dogs. They get them registered as emotional support animals, and then they legally allowed to be with them without paying. I don't know how the technical stuff is. So they could Which, be- honestly, I hate I, I honestly hate that people just to like have the, the dog, they'll do the whole emotional support thing. But it's like, you know, if it's actually for emotional support, then fine. But just for you to have the dog in your apartment that's not a good reason see i actually i disagree i think having your dog registered as emotional support animal to be able to have them live with you especially in a complex city where it's almost impossible because there are those apartment complex that do let you have dogs and and but they're always really nice and then it's always like two plus thousand dollars like the apartment complex that jessica and i originally looked at was for a studio was two thousand dollars and it allowed pets a studio for two grand. Two grand in, in in Pacific Beach because it had because it had a volleyball court, full gym, two pools, and a full dog park, and dog cleaning service. Like my dog can go and make a mess on their artificial grass, and they actually had people that came in and disinfect and clean the dog area. And so, I don't think that's an issue. What I always uh, got upset about was when people would bring their dogs into. Um, restaurants and bring them oh, into yeah. target and all these different areas and they go oh and, and, and it's like if your dog is m- really behaved certain stores like when i used to go to apple i would bring my dogs with me and i but i always may I, may my dog come in yeah if they if it's a no that's no problem dog is locked in the car windows rolled down and 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 I'm I'm literally in and out. I'm not in there more than fifteen minutes. Well, see, like me me at work, like people are like, oh, you know, uh, or like they'll tie their dog up on the tree outside, and it's like you can have your dog in here, mm-hmm. like as long as they're you know behaved and everything, that's fine. Yeah. And it actually, what's funny is lately it's been making my day more and more. Um, whenever a, do- a dog comes into the store, because then I'm just like, okay. Fuck you. I want to pet your dog. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you well, don't exist. I've, but, I've been super nervous to hang out with dogs at the restaurants because I'm wearing a mask. Mm. So when I come up and I go, oh, my God, your dog is so beautiful. Well, that's why you got to, like, you, you just adjust your voice, you know, to basically letting them know, like, hey, I'm okay. We're good. You know, I, I'm not a bad, mm-hmm. you know, person. Um but it's so funny. There's this one couple that comes in every once in a while. And after I was joking with them at first, I was like, all right, the next time you can, you're not allowed to come in here unless you have your puppy. And they laughed. And I was like, no, I'm serious. You can't come in here unless you have your puppy. So every time they come in, they bring in their Frenchie and Oh yeah, Frenchie. fucking adorable. And every time he comes in uh, and he sees me, he just like, does that like, Little, little shake, little body bulldog, shake. yeah, and I'm just like, mm, my day's made. He's like Nick, <laughs> so, Nick and Nick. like, he'll like, um, look at me, <laughs> right? Love it, me. What was funny is I'll I'll kneel down and I'll like mess with him, and he'll like stand up on his hind legs, and I'll just kind of like push him back a little bit, and he'll jump up and like start coming at me again, like, he's like, do it again, do it again. So it's just like, and honestly, dude work has put me in not a mental 
downward spiral, but it's just been putting me in like uh, mental stress, mental stress. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, it's getting to the point where like my, my, like, yeah, I'll get sore from a workout, but honestly, my body hurts more just from the stress. It's, it's weird, but it's like, okay. Do you feel like, uh, because you're out, your shifts are what? Like seven, eight hour shifts, like six to seven, six yeah. to seven, right? Yeah. I, so not long shifts at all. I, for, for me, when I stood for six, seven hours and it was slow, my body hurt more than six, seven hours of a busy restaurant night where yeah. I'm, con- where I'm, I'm walking, I'm moving, but I feel like for you guys, like you standing, it seems like it would just like take a huge toll. Well, and see like today, today was one of our slower days. Like we barely hit over $1,800 when, oh wow. Yeah. When for like the past two weeks we would hit five to six K a day. Well, it's also like the first day after Christmas. So everyone has already shipped their stuff. Exactly. And, but what's kind of cool is that this month we did over a hundred thousand dollars in sales just this month. Do you guys get any like compensation for having high sales or, we, being, we, or being like a top? We get store? a percentage of a bonus. Like we get a bonus based on it's weird, but mine. And the only time we get a bonus is on the second paycheck of the month. Mm. So I won't see the bonus for this month until my second paycheck of January. January. So, which is fine, but it's like, yeah. <sighs> but I really want to get a, a dog. Dude, I would love to have a dog again. Like, I just, like, we're getting married. I like, we're, We get married in October, and then, um... And then, honestly, probably after we get married, I think we'll probably twenty twenty two is my aim yeah. year to get a dog because what blew my mind, and 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 this is probably something that people have probably have gone through and related. Mentally, I feel like I'm still twenty. I still feel like I still feel like my thirties is so far away. But then I think about it, and I turn thirty next year. When I was talking to Jessica. She goes, yeah, we get married and all this stuff because obviously we're engaged. So everyone's like, oh, my God, the wedding. And then there's a couple of the creepy uh, overbearing uh, family members are like, ooh, fuck the wedding. When are you going to have babies? And so we're like, oh. And then you got damn business. Well, I'm over here like, <laughs> oh, you know, like we get married probably like two, three years after marriage. And Jessica looks at me and she goes like, what? No, no, not two, three years after marriage. And I go, Longer? And she goes, no, like maybe like a year or two after we get married, we'll start trying. I was like, a year or two. She goes, well, yeah. She goes, because I get, because if we wait the length that you want for us to start trying, we might not have a kid until I'm like 34. And after that, it gets harder and harder to conceive and have a baby. And I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that, the whole age thing. Because we're responsible adults who waited to get married and have kids and have get education and all that stuff. Go figure. And so <laughs> it's it's mind blowing because I'm having uh, what really makes me have these like panic attacks during COVID isn't so much the pandemic, but it's the fact that this has put a stunt into me getting a good job, me getting internships, me getting experience. Yeah. And the think the fact that I might be bringing in a little human me in the next two and a half years, maybe three years max. Yeah. I mean, the retrospect three years is not that long. It's not, but like we're gonna look also back on just this. the just the fact like <laughs> it's funny that you said that because like 
um, Sarah's like, could you imagine having a little you in this world right now? I was like, no, mainly because I know how I was as a kid. I'd want to beat the hell out of him. Well, I mean, I mean, that's I think that's in the sense of you guys had like a toddler. Like, I feel yeah. like having a toddler in this time is hard because they don't understand why they can't. Yeah, do the they don't get they it. Do. Like having a newborn. That's that's something different. But like I had two friends this year have babies at the peak. Well, actually, it's not it's not fair to say that they had at the peak. But in the beginning of this pandemic, before everyone kind of knew what was going on. Yeah, they had a baby and like their parents had to come to like the window. And they had yeah. to hold the baby up against the window. I mean, my, 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 my buddy was very lucky that they let him come in to be with his wife. Yeah. But there's a lot of parents who can't be in there with their wife because they don't want the exposure. Yeah, I know. It's, it's... Or I think I think this, I think think the spouse or significant other can be in the room. But, like, when you'd have, like, your parents or, like, a mother there with you coaching you and, like, extra support, yeah. none of that. Can't have that. Well, that's, like, um, our neighbor... Uh, no, what's toddler age like up to four? What was it? Well, what's the toddler, toddler age? Yeah, bro, I don't know. It's like, it, well, uh, our neighbor has like a three or four year old, and he he he's a smart kid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he, I feel like he understands to a certain degree, like what's going on, but he's he kind of like whenever they go somewhere and he has to wear his mask, like he he doesn't fight about it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't fight. He he just kind of is like, oh, mask time. Yeah. You know, it's... I think a lot of that comes down to the parenting. Like, yeah. Like, if you're just real... Like, I've seen parents hide their kid from, like, life. And I've heard... And I've seen oh, parents... Yeah, and I've seen parents be like, oh, that's a crackhead. <laughs> like, what they did is something illegal. Yeah, dude. Like, honestly, I... I'm glad I was not a sheltered child. Like... I definitely was not sheltered. <laughs> well, because, like, my mom, the type of work that she did, she was a, she was a caseworker for, uh, like, she worked in foster homes and everything like mm-hmm. that. And nine times out of ten, um, I would have to go with her to the foster home that she worked at because she was working overnight. So she would set me up on, like, a little cot in the corner of the office in order to take me to, to school the next morning. You know? So she i feel like she exposed me on purpose mm-hmm. to that type of stuff so it's like hey this is what happens when you act like a jackass mm-hmm. you know it's like you know this is what you do this is what you don't do type deal so i'm very i feel like i'm lucky in that aspect it's like i haven't been living under a rock my whole life yeah so i think the fact my mom had when she was young kind of helped because like well how how did your mom or how was my your mom, mom was my mom was she just turned twelve. I think she was either nineteen or twenty. Yeah, my mom was like twenty. No, no, twenty four. She was twenty, because she was because my mom was exactly twenty years older than me, so she no, was twenty. My mom was twenty three. My dad was twenty four. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they were way younger than me. Yeah, right now when they had me. Oh, so it's bro. like I was like, I mean, I I was thinking about that the other day. It's like wow, like at the mental maturity that I am now, right? I can't imagine having a nine year old. Oh fuck no, not at all. <laughs> like, mm-mm. like I like playing games too much to have to take care of a nine-year-old. Well, by then, <laughs> no, because then you'd have to share. <laughs> yeah. Well, my buddy, oh, it's my. I was talking to my buddy about that, and uh, yeah. he goes, "Yeah, you know, I usually play." It's like he. It's funny because he's he's a big gamer, also huge gamer, yeah. and so he he does like some of the uh, the bonding he does with this kid is video games. So like with Minecraft, right? Yeah. Minecraft's an easy game for his. I think. Oh God, I think DJ's five or six. 
Well, and plus it's something that they can pick up on quick. Well, he, he pays, so like to get, uh, so Minecraft to have like a, an additional server for you to play with more people or whatever, you actually have to pay money for it. Really? So yeah, I think it's only a couple of dollars, but he pays for a server for just him and DJ to go in and they do like jokes, like they blow each other's houses up and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's like bonding for them. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I, I definitely was in shelter. I saw a lot of crazy shit, especially like my, my dad was not the best person. Um, yeah. Not to me. Uh, he was a great dad to me. Like he's a piece of shit person, and you know, yes, he like left me. But when he before he left me, as a father, he was actually really good. Yeah. Never laid his hand on me. Anything that had to do with any of his sketchy lifestyle that had to do with drugs or anything like he that, he kept it away from you. He kept it. But like you get to a point in your life where like you see things, right? Yeah. You smell things, and then you become a teenager and you witness those things as in person. You're like, oh my god. Oh, that's where that's from. It's like, oh, so like seeing my aunt come in like fucking bloodshot eyes because they were fucking getting, they were hotboxing my dad's room, you know? And mind you, I, in my head, it's like my dad's like old, right? But then yeah. I think about it, it's like he was 25, 26 year old guy who just like, who's just like getting stoned. Yeah. And I didn't understand that. But he, 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 once he has a kid, you're not supposed to. Yeah. But I mean, I got to watch all the dirty stuff. I got to watch South Park as a kid. I got to watch Beats of Butthead. So, (laughs) um, my mom, uh, I, I don't remember what she had to do, but my, uh, my uncle Cannon, uh, the one that lives in Vegas, he was, uh, babysitting me. And I think I was like five or six or something like that. And, he was he was a big South Park fan, oh right? My God. Yes. So we were watching. Uh, he let me watch South Park, and I guess I I said, "Oh my God, they killed Kenny!" Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, "Cannon, where the fuck did he hear that?" <laughs> I don't know if that's what she said, but I'm using that as a little emphasis because it's funny. <laughs> and he, I guess he goes, "We were watching South Park, just nonchalant." You know, she's like, what the hell? <laughs> like my, I think my dad had it on VHS the first like couple episodes and I watched it <laughs> and then I ran to my mom watching it one night and she goes, you can't see this. And I'm like, mom, come on. And so that became like my, and my mom's like little secret. Like, okay, yeah. don't sit. Cause I, cause I started saying, um, hella. Cause one of the episodes, Carmen's like, hella, hella, hella. And so oh, I started yeah. saying hella. And then I remember it was South Park. And then another uh, really crude humor insp- inspiration for me was Austin Powers. Oh, my God. So I remember I did Dr. <laughs> Evil. I'd be like, freaking evil. And yeah. I remember I said that, and my dad's like, what the fuck? He goes, you can't say freaking. I go, why? He goes, that's saying fucking. You can't say that word. And I was like, oh, because I didn't know frick was the clean uh, way of basically saying Basically the fuck. clean way, yeah. And so, <laughs> and yeah, we say hella. And so I used to watch that. Uh, I remember I used to stay up and watch uh, Adult Swim. And yep. Yep. all that stuff back, I mean, w- back when adult swim was actually mm-hmm. good yeah i remember um, i remember dude, I, it's fucking garbage now i, I, I watched it one time adult swim yeah it's garbage now. uh i it's mean horrible. the only thing from adult swim i watch is rick and morty but compared to how it used to be no i mean we were talking about hbo max earlier and like all Bro, the cartoon network robot cartoons. chicken robot chicken was great dude robot chicken was awesome i fucking oh my god <laughs> that was that's when i really discovered seth green yep as a comedic genius. Yep. I mean, I saw him in a couple movies, but I didn't notice Seth Green until Robot Chicken. Yeah. And all the voices he does. And that's when I found out that he was on Family Guy. And Yeah. And did, uh, what, what was his name? Chris. Chris. Yeah. There you go. Um, no, what was the other one? Um, uh, I used to watch um, uh, Home Movies. 
our home our home video or something like that. Yeah, that was a weird animation. Um, I used to also watch uh, Aqua Team Hunger Force. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, hold on. I I remember what I was gonna say. So, going back to the whole like, um, see, this is why we need to try stick on one subject. <laughs> um, going back to the whole, you know, being sheltered. This is how sheltered Saber was. So, uh, me, her, and her dad, uh, Mike, we we were making a, a dump run uh, one weekend. And if was, you don't giggle at dump run, then you were sheltered. <laughs> <laughs> if you're like, if you're over here, just like stone face, like, mm-hmm, yeah, dump yeah, run, continue dump the run. story. Yeah. But if you're not giggling a little bit to the word <laughs> dump run. You know who you are. <laughs> but anyway, Sorry, I had so, to bring that up. No, I know. I'm, I'm smiling over here. He <laughs> said dump. <laughs> Stupid. Um, so the area that we were in, we passed by uh, two women that had blue hair. And we didn't think anything of it. We, They were just standing outside of a store. And the first thing we said was, we didn't realize the, the Smurfs had, uh, had whores. But anyway... Um, it was funnier at that point in time, but anywho, when we left, um, they were both standing on opposite corners. You see where I'm going with this. Mm -hmm. Sarah was like, Oh my God, is that a prostitute? Is that what they look like? I'm like, babe, have you, have you never seen a hooker before? She's like, no. Oh my God. I'm like, I put money that she has seen a hooker before. She just didn't realize it. No, and th- and that's the thing. She's like, I never knew. Like, I've never. I thought they only came out at night. That's what she said. I See, was like, babe, they're not fucking bats. Bro, my <laughs> my stepdad was just straight up. Like, we used to go to this little. Uh, there's like a really popular fast food thing in my hometown called Bill's Takeout. Yeah. They do like you know they do like burgers, burrito, you know, fried burritos, like the fried chimichangas and stuff like that. Yeah. So oh, we used to God, go there. That sounds fucking bomb right now. But and, and continue. Next, and next to it was a shitty hotel. Of course. Or like a motel, technically a motel. And I remember uh, we were late night. We were doing a late like food run. And uh-huh. my dad uh, is like turning the corner and he's driving. And he goes, you see that lady out there? And I must be like 12 or 13. I go, yeah. He goes, that's a hooker. They take men <laughs> and they have sex with them and they go in this hotel room. That's what it looks like. This is what this r- hotel room's known for he just blatantly explained to me what a hooker was and and showed me what what they look like bro and i mean it, the craziest thing in hookers in general was i found out in high school i found out a couple years after high school that there's a girl in high school who became an escort no way and but but and, like and for those that don't know what an escort is that's a high class hooker because well, <laughs> I, I never she did it to pay for college and I was like, what? I'm like, she like, she's like a hooker, like on the street. And then as my buddy goes, no, dude, she has like old clients that come and pick her up in, a, in like an SUV and she dances and all this stuff. And, and I was like, what? But I wasn't like new to that. Like I was like, yeah, okay, like no. I knew what an escort is. And it's, I mean, same thing with Jess. I'll like mention things to Jess and she'll be like, how'd you know about that? I was like, babe, you didn't watch like television growing up. You didn't watch cartoons. Like yeah. you didn't, your dad, you know, and like they had some like funny jokes but like literally like i learned my f- first like uh hooker joke was um what's this uh what is the same no what is it oh what what does a bowling ball and a hooker have in common what they both get three fingers and they get thrown into the gutter after they're done <clears throat> i learned that when i was like 10 damn and i didn't get the joke i'm like three fingers because there's you know 
Yeah. Why do blondes have bruised belly buttons? Why? Because blonde guys are stupid, too. Oh, my God. I learned that one from my dad. <laughs> I heard it. Uh, oh, man. What was the joke? Oh, no. I told you the, 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 I told you the birth control joke today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the other one I learned uh, from my dad was, what's the difference uh, between a hooker and a rooster? What? Uh, rooster says cock-a-doodle-doo. A hooker says any cock will do. You know, yep. Okay. I've heard that one. Um, what's another? The other inappropriate joke I used to say to my uh, my brother and I would always be like, uh, you're farter instead of your faja. Oh. From Austin Powers. <laughs> a lot of my yeah. jokes as a kid was from Austin Powers. We're, yeah. I, th- I feel like that was anyone in our generation, like, they got a lot of their shit from that. So I'm going to show you a quick little clip on my phone. Huh. This is... This is literally my family's humor categorized into a five-second clip. Uh, with my parent, with my dad moving, he found my old VHS video camera. So when I was a kid, I got a video camera because I really wanted to film stuff. And uh, I didn't realize how much I actually filmed. So my dad had 25 minutes of me talking on the camera, filming random shit. And I was maybe like oh, 11 Jesus. or 12. So you hear 12-year-old me. <laughs> and my dad loved mooning us as a kid. Oh, God. Cause my dad, my I don't know why my dad wore loose shorts and never wore underwear, so he would be. I like, feel like that's every dad. So though. when I would talk shit to my dad, he goes, "You know what I think?" And he would just bend over and flash me his butthole. So here's the, you know, here's the video. I don't want to see your dad's asshole. <laughs> and so my my dad, my, my dad pulls down his shorts in this clip and goes, and he's like joking, and and I go, I didn't even see anything. He goes, Well, take a picture of this, and he bends over, so oh you my see his God. Yeah, and that's and that's my dad doesn't do that anymore now because he's <laughs> well, almost obviously. sixty. Yeah, that was probably when he was in his forties. <laughs> but that was the kind of humor we had growing up. Yeah. It was always turd, dump, yeah, and like you know, like oh, like you know, and 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 even like very inappropriate jokes. Like my dad used to call us from his work, yeah, and do a Chinese, a really bad inappropriate Chinese impression. Of course, called, and he'd always say, um, "It's the Chinaman," and I remember as a kid. Loving it, thinking it was the funniest thing I've ever heard in, um, in my life. <laughs> no, don't don't copyright us. Don't don't try to freak out. It's a joke. I doesn't do it anymore. Kind of, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Got to add that in. Well, bro, my dad like he because he, he's from a different generation where well, he'll, yeah. where he'll, he'll he'll do stereotypical jokes. Yeah. But he's like, but he has good intentions. Well, yeah. And it's it's oh my god. Just people are so honestly, people are soft nowadays yeah like some of the stuff my dad will like, say in public he'll be like oh yeah and he'll make a joke and i'm like oh my god this guy's gonna flip out because my dad just made this inappropriate joke and the guy laughs and walks away and i was yeah. like oh my god there's uh honestly yeah too many people are are way too soft nowadays like especially now like i feel like you should be able to take a joke a lot better it's like after 2020 bro <laughs> dude, we all need that humor fuck man like there's a, so um, there's this guy on uh, on Instagram that I've been following. His Instagram is like Daddy Gus something or other. Uh huh. But uh, let me see if I can. The fact that Gus has Daddy, it's dude. He's fucking hilarious. You know what the cringiest thing is for uh, for other guys that I've come to realize in the gaming community. What? So when you come on and they're like, "Who's that?" You can be like, "Daddy's here." No one, it's like, that's not even funny to say anymore. I remember when he used to be like, hey, it's daddy. And everyone's like, kind of giggle. Now I say it, everyone's like, bro, really? That's gross. Yeah. It's not funny. And I'm like, when the fuck did daddy not become funny? Okay. So all the girls now say zaddy. 
Uh, oh, on. that guy? Bro, yeah. I follow him on TikTok. He is so hilarious. He does all this like older child, middle child, younger child. Yeah. Fucking. Vi- oh, uh-huh. my God. That guy is so funny. Let me. So I like the ones that he does with. Um... Oh, my God. The coach one. So, so this guy. So okay, okay. So have you seen the one where they talk about the walkout music? Yes. Let me find Everyone, that one. Um, this guy is. Uh, you can hear this guy does all these fun, and it's so funny because like I remember. Like it's one thing to actually watch it. Like bro, I remember. I would remember. I would see, like the coaches' pets. Uh huh. And the coach would be like, "No, you gotta fucking do this. You gotta do this, <laughs> coach. Do I really gotta do it? Like, come on, come on, coach." Or no, the 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 quarterback. Um, does that mean I gotta run? Are you not the love of my fucking life? Of course you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I know so many friends that played football. That I mean, me. You, well, <laughs> I mean, like that. Like at, when I was like doing all that, um, right? I never played football, but like I would hear them be like, "Come on, coach." I mean, you can tell the f- coach's pets by just being in class. Oh yeah, come on, coach. I really need to turn this homework assignment in. Like I did. I mean, I did it. I did web design in high school. Which no, I'm no. pissed off about because now I'm relearning web design <laughs> and I'm re and I'm relearning code, and my coach was the teacher and he just gave me a name. Really? Yeah. My website I made as I was able to embed an image. So when you load the website up, it had a skateboarding image of one of my favorite pros, and that's and that was it. And that was it. Jesus. I did have a really cool Where older brother it? moment uh, happen when I was back home. So one of my one of my good friends that I was best friends with in high school, uh, he just turned pro in skateboarding. Really? So I ran into him when I was back home. I was at Starbucks, and I go, fuck. I'm like, holy shit, Chris Perez. What's up, my dude? And he goes, oh, yeah. So we caught up real quick. And he goes, yeah, my, my pro boards will be coming out in spring and all this. I go, you fucking did it, dude. Because him and I, like, uh, we every day, we were. I was. Uh, I would drive him around to spots to go skate. Yeah. And and, and uh, we do. We, we'd crash at his house. Party. We, we Him and I would go get girls. His grandparents left a lot, so we'd have parties at his house. And it was just like that was just the crew back in the day. And I haven't really – I talked to him once in a while. Probably like every couple months we'll, like, kind of exchange a little bit, but that's it. Um, but I finally I, – dude, it was so cool to be like, you fucking did it, bro. You made it. You're a pro skater. And he goes, yeah. So I go back home, and I said, yeah, I ran to my buddy Chris Perez. And my brother's like, Chris Chris Perez? I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you guys might know him. Like, he's at the rec. Chris McNugget. That's, like, his nickname on, on social media. Yeah. The McNug. And everyone's like, wait, wait, wait. You know Chris McNugget? The pro from Braille? And I go <laughs> – yeah, and my brother's like, "What?" I go, "Tyler, you know that when you were like three, four years old, he used to come over every day, and we'd skate that little handrail in the front yard. Like, you used to hang out with Chris every day." Yeah, he goes, "No, I didn't." I go, "I swear, you go." <laughs> but I, you did. I was like, "Bro, Chris used to come <laughs> over all the time," and my my, you see, my brother realized that he used to be friends with like a, a pro is like, I felt so cool because his friends like, "Wait, you're really friends with him?" And I'm like, "Yeah, man." 
And I like walked away and I was like, oh man, that was kind of cool. I felt kind of fucking cool for a second. Is that me getting old? That's getting old, that, right? That's, that's you getting old, dude. You know, like, actually being like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, like I know. <laughs> and I gotta be careful because I, I have a buddy that I went to high school with that is a, a pro. He's uh he's a, he plays for the New York Mets. And he's no a, shit. Yeah. And so I'll be like, oh, Jeff McNeil from New York Mets. I went to high school with him. And Jessica rolls her eyes and she goes, oh, great. Here we go. She goes, when's the last time you talked to him? I was like, I don't know, maybe a couple years ago, like before he went pro, like when he was in college, I talked to him. Yeah. She goes, so you haven't talked to him recently? I go, no. Nah. She goes, do you have his phone number? I go, not nah. anymore. I used to on my old phone. She goes, hmm. I said, I told her, I said, Bill, if we saw Jeff, and I said, Jeff, <laughs> Michael Ramos, he would be like, fuck yeah, what's up, dude? Like, you yeah. know who I, I am. But, and so I'll tell people this, and Jessica rolls her eyes. <laughs> and now I feel like the dad that's like, could have went pro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my uncle Rico from um so I, f- I found that video the oh okay let's play one. let's play this one the sus quarterback the skilled players skill you brainless son of a bitch you know, damn well that song deserved for the press juco kids trying to make out the struggle anyone else Pedro the kicker. My favorite for these videos is he always has the lineman eating. Well, yeah, that's all we did. Like the lineman literally popped <laughs> like, open the thing of the little lemon cupcakes, <laughs> and he's like, "What about this, coach?" <laughs> Bruh, I love. That's I, all we did was eat, bro. I fucking so... love. He's like, "No skill, you, <laughs> you dumb son of a bitch." <laughs> lineman, good luck. Skill, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's literally how it was. Oh my god, it was lineman. Good luck. I'm gonna start. You might die every single time I text you. Now it's gonna be lineman. Good luck. Skill. Fuck you. Fuck you. When did you send you sent me that uh you sent me that Arnold Schwarzenegger video a couple weeks ago. Which one? The one you recorded it from Predator. Dylan. Oh yeah. I saw that. I was like, <gasps> You son of I a have bitch. To record the, I know it was a shitty recording, but What's I was What's the matter? Pushing too many pencils? <laughs> I forgot about that part. What's the matter? Pushing too many pencils? Oh no, no, you gotta do the one you did during our workout today. So we're doing a workout, and <laughs> and I always try to do an Arnold, but I can't do it. And I asked Nick, "Hey, did you ever watch that that scene where Arnold Schwarzenegger compares working out to having sex?" And Nick looks at me and he goes, hey, "You got to do it. I got to put I you on the spot." I can't do those spot, man. Damn it. <laughs> he was so he was so. It's like it's like I'm coming, Dan Knight, twenty four seven. It's great. It's like I'm coming. It's, it's like I'm having sex and with a girl, and I, I'm I'm coming. It's it, what gets me is you go twenty four seven. It's twenty four seven. It's like it's great. <laughs> I get to come home and and pump the iron and you know pick out the weights and I I jizz in my pants. I I can't explain it. Oh my god. What Arnold Schwarzenegger and then your uh, Bill Clinton. My Bill Clinton is Bill- shit compared to Arnold. I will admit no that. way. My, I think, dude, I, my Bill Clinton. So I can't even. I think Bill I Clinton, can't do Bill Clinton. That I, great. I, I think your Bill Clinton is better than your Arnold. Your Arnold's funnier. You're broken. But your Bill Clinton. I mean, when you're when you used to do it, when we did it for a promotion. That <laughs> when was we so did funny. that for that one time. Hey, the watch one, Power Comedy is <laughs> the, the one promotion. 
It's hello, fellow Americans. It's me, Bill Clayton. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. But I might have. No one will ever know. Besides my wife. Besides Hillary. my wife. She hacked my emails. And, she, and deleted hers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, we're not going to get into that shit. But, man, yeah, <laughs> so that's pretty much our life in a nutshell. Is, uh, is depression. Trying to, trying to stay sane. Trying to get through 2020. Trying and you know what? The I, last the last 48 hours of 2020. I pity the people who think that January 1st, everything's going to be back to normal. I gave it to... Honestly, leave it. let them live in their fairy tale world, you know. Yeah. And what's funny is I know a lot of people are going to get the vaccine, which honestly... We were just talking about that last night. Yeah. It's, I mean, like... My mom said that she's going to get it as soon as she can just because she's high risk. Right. So, which makes sense. Um, but Jessica and I both decided we, we won't get it. Because I brought that up to her. And that's actually when you and I were texting. I was like, hey, babe, I just realized if uh, since we're essential and we work with kids and like it's not a profit and all that stuff, uh, if they are able to get the vaccine, would we be we'd be one of the first kind of group, like waves of people to get it? Would you get it? She goes, no. She goes, I might wait. For it to be out for like a year, yeah. For for no, honestly, I, probably not a year. I would say like a solid six months. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know. Got got to work out all the bugs. Well, the, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is I because um, I, I I mean I know people in the medical field like my 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 sister in law. Yeah, she got her vaccine. I'm like, how are you? She goes, I feel fine. I'm like everything's fine. Ugh. But then you see people post all these random stories of like people getting fevers and chills and actually having worse symptoms and. If they just had COVID. Yeah. But then again, you know, it's like, who, who do you believe? Do you believe your, your person you actually know or someone, someone you read or, online? Yeah. So. And and see, I think it's funny how everyone's like, yeah, if you get the vaccine, you're going to you – know, one side of your face is going to get droopy. And it's like, how fucking stupid are people that – well, actually, I'm not even going to finish that because I know how stupid people are. Well, you know, I mean, it's like – People are just are just trying to make it, make it seem like it's scary. But then, you know, it's – but it's people, not but, not scary. Yeah, but people also think that just because we have a vaccine, you can go back to doing your normal shit. I, what I think, my prediction for 2021, by summer, things will open back up. Still be limited. Not yeah. maybe 20%, maybe limited to 50%. Um, and I think schools will go back. But I do think that you will have to continue. I, I don't think we're out of the mask phase. I, I, think, feel, you, I think you'll have to wear a mask every time now. But... But I think, and I'm going to counter that real quick. I agree with everything. Now on the mask part, I feel like a lot of places are going to make that optional come by summer. Uh, I, optional? I don't think optional will be until and 2022. Um, I think I think I think we still have. I th- but see, here's the thing. I think a lot of people, a lot of places, a lot of people. Now, see me. W- Wherever I'm working, if they required me to wear a mask, I'm gonna fucking wear a mask. Like, because you know that's because that's my job. I, I think employees will be required. I can see staff or not staff, uh, guest being optional. Yeah. So but maybe as far as staff goes, like wherever you're working, yeah. if that if that is a requirement to wear a mask, you know, in order to work, then mm-hmm. motherfucker, wear the fucking mask until the end of your day. How? But it's like. If you're going now, I'm I'm talking about like if you're going to a, a grocery store or some shit like that. Excuse me. 
that's the type of place that I'm saying that they might make it optional. Right. So, What's I don't know. Once masks become optional, how long do you think you'll wait until you start kind of feeling like, okay, I can think I can go without a mask? Honestly, I would want to do it right away, but I think I would, using my own common sense, yeah. I would still wear one for a while until I'm like, eh. and also just, but see, I have to be more mindful. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, as much as I don't want to wear a mask out in public anymore, I have to be mindful about who I live with. I live with high risk people. So I have to be a little more mindful of that. So I think, uh, I think, uh, I think I, the first week that it it becomes optional, I think I'll I'll still be doing the mask, but I think we'll get to the point to where it's like, Oh shit. I forgot to bring my mask. If it's like that, if it's like, if you legit forget it and you're still able to go in somewhere, yeah, I, you know, it, and especially if it's like a quick in and out type deal, like mm-hmm. you're just running in real quick to yeah. get a few things, not spending like hours on end. No, if I was going to like, the like, mall, even grocery shopping, I think I'd still wear a mask. Um, yeah, I think if I was doing like a coffee run or going somewhere where it's like pickup. That, yeah, that, that's not. what I'm saying. Like just real quick. But yeah, I don't know. It's going to be weird. Uh, I think once we get to the point to where um I don't think masks will become optional until it's like the point to where COVID is at such low numbers that they're like, eh, like we're over it. Like it's not that bad. Then I think it'll become optional required for, for staff, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm just hoping I'm at least hoping by end of next year, we'll be able to still have both our weddings. You're in better shape than we are, but we're not too far because we're end of October. So what I'm hoping is that it's just like, we have 185 people. And I told, and we I got 50. I told Jess, <laughs> I told Jessica's parents, I said, you know, it's the worst case. We might drop the list to 60 and I'm sorry, but your friends that you need there so badly are not coming. Yeah, and I will, I will only invite like my siblings and their significant others, my groomsmen and then, and their significant. Yeah. Others. And that might it's be like, it. Like, yeah. like, like honestly, like I would have to cut all my other friends. And honestly, if, if, you, some of your family and friends don't understand that, then that's kind of selfish on their part. You, cause you gotta, you know, a do what you can afford. I mean, that's basically what we're doing, but also that's kind of, that's why we're also doing the whole virtual thing. Like we're going to set up a, a whole zoom thing, yeah. you know, so I that think, way you can virtually still be there without physically being there. Yeah. I think, uh, I think Jessica, well, and another thing too that I caught me off guard was I told Jessica, Hey, um, I told her mom, I said, you know, something happens. We have to postpone our wedding. You know what? We can because all our contracts give us that option for free to push back a date that we want. So we'll extend it till maybe maybe a year later or whatever. I told her, I said, but maybe, you know, I said, but the thing is when you go to have a wedding, you don't get your marriage license then. You go to the courthouse and get your marriage license either after or before you get married. So you're already technically legally married when you have your wedding. It's just all the ceremony. Yeah. It's the more visual stuff, right? So I was like, well, I said, you know, I said, just because I really want that date. I love that wedding date um, for, for 1016. I was like, honestly, we might, I honestly, I'd be down to go to get legally married at like a courthouse and be legally married and then just have our wedding another time. I thought Jessica was down for that. And so I say it out loud and Jessica's like, oh, no, I, I, I don't think I want that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Why wasn't this said? <laughs> yeah. Well, Jessica was like, yeah, we chose October because it's more convenient because of COVID. And I was like, I thought we chose October because it's not a winter wedding, but it's a fall wedding, but it's not September. We like the double. And I started going into it. 
And it's like, oh, I thought we picked it because of all these other on, on you know, <laughs> more who cares? More convenient of COVID. What? <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. I'd be starting my new job and moving on in this world of COVID. Jesus. <sighs> I got nothing else. <laughs> yeah. I'm freezing. Dude, My to- I can't feel my toes. So anyways, guys, I know we haven't <laughs> been here as often. If you made it this far. We appreciate kudos. you. Kudos. You're the best. You are the MVP. You're the real ones. Day ones, baby. And I'm saying that with a lot of passion with a little bit of heat energy that I have. <laughs> so thank you so much for the continuous support. Yes. Um, you know, we're trying to get through this as much as we can. Holidays and all that stuff. Schedules. Um, you know, now I'm when Nick's off, I'm working. Uh, plus, Nick has school, you yeah. know, and, and so we're, we're, we're getting through it all. And we might have to resort to doing a lot more like remote episodes like me calling in. Yeah. So which I mean, if that's how we can do episodes, I mean, God damn it. That's what you're going to get. Thank God for technology because there's a will. There's a way. Right. A way to do it. (laughs) So you guys have a safe holiday, safe New Year's. Yes. Wear your mask. Be safe. And uh, if you guys get any vaccines, let us know if you guys are uh, starting to feel the uh, cravings for cannibalism. I'm really interested. If you do, I mean, that's not the worst side effect in the world. I mean, have you not seen Santa Clarita diet? They do. No, they I've do never okay. seen Santa Clarita. Nope. Okay, we're ending this right now. You need to go home and fucking watch that. Maybe I won't watch The Witcher. Maybe I'll watch Santa Clarita diet. Dude, Santa Clarita diet. There's only two two seasons, so oh, you, I can, you'll yeah. get through I'm almost done with Shit's Creek. <laughs> you said shit. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, be safe. Have a great holiday. Goodbye. Okay,